The Way of Transformation, Lesson 18. The highest work is embracing and forgiving your past. Once again, we come forth to abide with you from that place which has never truly been left. We come not as those that are apart from you, but as those who walk with you on the way that you have chosen. We come as those who have sent forth the call to awaken, to heal, to arise and to welcome love into every dark corner where once the ego had sought authority. We come forth because we love you and we come forth because we are love. Above all, remember always, we come forth because love is eternally attracted to its own. We are attracted unto you because you are that love, sent forth as a ray of light from the holy mind of God. Not to suffer the world, not to become identified with illusion, but to transform each illusion through the constant practice of your remembering. I and my Father are one. Only love is real and love alone heals. My commitment is to the reality of love. Therefore, Father, bring each moment to me that I might learn anew to love and allow that love to transform a temporary illusion into that which extends the good, the holy and the beautiful. Herein lies your purpose. Herein lies your function. And herein, and only here, is life. Therefore, indeed, it is with great joy that we come forth to abide with you who are sent forth from the holy mind of God, even as we are. For we are joined eternally and separation cannot exist. That love which has given birth to all things is within you now. All universes arise within you. All of creation waits on your welcome. Herein lies the continuation of the theme that we have begun to speak with you about. All of creation waits on your welcome. Creation does not wait to swallow you. Creation does not wait to prove to you that you live in an unloving universe. A burping universe, apparently. <laughs> creation does not wait for you to be as a brick wall upon which you may hit the head. Creation does not wait upon you to scuttle your dreams and your plans. Creation is innocent. Listen very carefully. Creation is utterly powerless. It becomes powerful according to that which you give unto it. The value, the meaning, the purpose and the function. These things come not from creation itself, but rather they are extended to it. They flow to it. They penetrate creation through the minds which share the, share the one mind of each and every one of you. This is why it is absolutely impossible to look upon anything that is outside of you. The great glory of the time given unto you, the time you experience as a body mind upon an apparent planet, upon an apparent physical universe, is this. The great glory and gift of time is that you remain infinitely free to decide how you will choose to perceive creation and, therefore, imbue it with the power that either reflects illusion 
and the creations of fear or extends the good, the holy and the beautiful. Each time you think a loving thought, you have literally blessed all infinite realms of creation. Each time you have become unwittingly identified with a fearful thought, you have separated yourself from the perfect love of God and you have denied yourself your function. Here we are using the term separation slightly differently in that it creates the illusion within your mind that there is something you must separate from in order to find your safety, your invulnerability. Your one function is to bless creation. The function of the holy child of God remains eternally one, to bless creation and thereby restore it to the perfect reflections of God's presence. And God is but love. Love embraces all things and trusts all things. Love, love is the nature of your being. When you finally choose to awaken holy by welcoming love back into your mind and by becoming committing to resting only in loving thoughts, you will discover the illusions are just that. They contain no existence. You have been resting in the holy mind of God eternally. Creation, then, waits on your welcome. Creation waits for you to embrace it. Creation waits upon you, the holy anointed child of God, sent as that one who is the saviour of all things. You are then the Messiah. You are then Christ incarnate to the degree that you become crazy enough in the eyes of your world to simply assume the truth and become wholly committed to listening to no other voice. For there is given unto you one teacher that I have called the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, the voice for God, placed within your mind in the very moment you first dared to dream the thought of separation, of guilt. And guilt is the mother of fear. Beloved friends, take a moment and just for the fun of it, practice making a simple decision. This takes no effort since you do it all the time anyway. You are already a master of this. In this simple decision, observe the place where you are now. If you are alone or seem to be alone through the physical eyes, look at the so-called objects around you. Feel the temperature of the air. Hear the sounds that come in through the ears. If you are with others, include your brothers and sisters in your observation. Decide to look upon all these things with perfect innocence and say within the mind, which is to use the power of the mind to literally create perception, simply say, as you look at each object or person, I do not know what this is for. I do not know what my brother or sister needs and realize that it is not necessary to know, to interpret and to analyze. Your function is to bless creation with the reality of the love of Christ. Yet that blessing will hold no power until you return to the beginning. The beginning is just that state of unknowing, of not knowing of realising your complete ignorance. 
For Christ does not store perceptions and knowledge. Christ, eternally in love with all that God is, merely opens, receives and gives, knowing that that which is given comes not of himself or herself, but rather through himself or herself, from infinite mystery that I have called Abba or Father. When you decide to fully accept the one purpose given to you, in reality, there will be nothing that will block your way. Every step you take will literally take you through obstacles that dissolve as you approach them. For because you abide in the mind of God, you know no limitation. The realm of illusion, what appears to be solid matter of people with different opinions, holds no power to prevent you from bringing forth the blessing that heals all illusion. Creation, then, waits on your welcome. That requires that you choose to look upon all things in the world and of the world and forgive it. Why? Until forgiveness is genuine, embracing is not possible. The attempt to embrace creation, while judgment is still held in the mind, merely brings a great frustration. It is like reaching for the carrot at the end of the stick and never being able to reach it. That is why we have spoken so much about the importance of forgiveness. It dissolves the barrier of fear between you and what you have come to perceive as other than or outside yourself. Forgiveness is the bridge that brings creation to you and you to it. And when you have joined with it through forgiveness, now the embrace is easy. For that creation rests in the palm of your hand. Creation waits upon you because it is powerless. Being the extension or the reflection of thought, you are the literal creator of the world. That world exists nowhere save within your own mind. Therefore, what world must you embrace? Must you travel to some ancient monastery 50,000 miles around the planet somewhere two or three times in order to find the creation that waits on your welcome? No. Must you go anywhere to discover the ability to bless and heal creation? No. The world that waits on your welcome is, quite literally, the thoughts and perceptions that you discover streaming through your field of unique awareness, and that is all. Beloved friends, there is nothing outside of you. If you would know God's will for you, merely look upon what is arising within your own mind as a perception and ask only this. Am I willing now to use time constructively to embrace this creation passing through the field of my awareness and bless it with the perfect love of Christ? First, embrace it through forgiveness, which returns it to its neutrality and powerlessness. And then, through that embrace, bless it and thereby dissolve the illusory power that it can seem to hold. Cultivating the practice of blessing the world. As you choose to truly practice being the presence of Christ, as you cultivate the practice of blessing the world, you will discover a very interesting thing. 
you would swear that many of the thoughts, or what seem to be experiences or emotions that are passing through your screen of awareness, do not seem to have any causal link to anything you have experienced in your current lifetime. For those of you that have done the inner work necessary to create a transparency of the barrier between lifetimes, you will not even necessarily find a causal link between the world, the creation that is passing through your field of awareness, and anything you have ever experienced as a unique ray of light. Why is this important? Simply because the human mind tends to take the whole process of awakening far too personally. In reality, there is nothing that is personal. There is only Christ as God's true and only creation and the field of illusion that has been birthed through the freedom of that mind when it once thought, I wonder if I can create something unlike God. Those are the only two options, love or fear, reality or illusion. Therefore, all that you see that is unlike love are merely passing phenomena, arising within the holy mind of Christ as temporary attempts to do something different than what Christ is created for. Therefore, when anything arises within the mind, it is truly not necessary to analyse it. Certainly do not argue for it, but rather come back to the point of ignorance. I do not know what this thought or this image or this emotion or this memory is for. But I do know one thing. I have made a commitment to reawaken as Christ. Therefore, I will use this one moment, this one thought, this one passing phenomenon to practice what I was created for, to bless creation and thereby transform it into what extends the good, the holy and the beautiful infinitely, eternally, with joy, with innocence, with graciousness, with peace, and with marvel at the great mystery that love is, that God is. As you come to truly understand how simple your task is, your burden will become lighter, for you will discover that you cannot help but be in the right place at the right time. Those committed to awakening to God recognize the great gift of each moment. Here is my father's will right before me. This is the moment that is crying for love. This is the moment that will be repeated ad nauseum until somebody decides to bless it. It might as well be you. Creation waits upon your welcome by merely holding the thought within your mind. All right, it's arising within me anyway. I've tried in a million ways to avoid it and to get away from it, and yet it seems to follow me wherever I go. I might as well sit down on a park bench, have a nice cold glass of water, listen to the birds sing, and simply bless creation. Now, many of you are not yet to the point of truly transcending or creating the transparency of what you have identified as your personal stuff that which makes up the I within the phenomenal world. That is fine. As you simply practice blessing the world, as it arises in your awareness, that very sense of I becomes increasingly transparent until it simply dissolves away in light 
as though it had never been. In the meantime, come back to what we shared earlier. Time is given to you that you might use it constructively. Therefore, do not seek to trample what you call the ego or the sense of a personal self. It is simply there. It is what is arising. Are you willing to bless it? As you as a soul, already dreaming the dream of separation, began to create the phenomena of what you perceive to be separate lifetimes, falling into the condensation or density of physicality, we have shared with you that patterns began to settle into the nervous system of the body and the mind. Belief systems not yours, but rather coming from the field of the parents and of the culture and of the time frame into which you incarnated, literally imprinted themselves in the mind and in the literal nervous system of the body. These are cellular imprints. Your creation waits on your welcome. Therefore, can you turn back to the body-mind? Can you turn back to your very memories that seem to be associated with an individual self, with a personal history, and rather than trying to pretend that that is not there, simply recognise if that is how you are perceiving yourself, then bring love to that. Stop trying to shake the ego off as though you could shake your hand off your arm. Those that choose to turn back and look upon their experience within the singular field of one body-mind arising from the moment of conception unto the present of where you find yourself at whatever age are already engaging in the highest work of Christ. For they are choosing to turn back and embrace creation by looking upon ancient memories and no longer fearing them, but allowing them to be brought into the awareness by whatever means, so that the memory can be blessed, transformed, healed and released. Beloved friends, looking backwards into time, into your seemingly personal experience can seem horrifying. Yet I say unto you, the sense of horror that many of you feel is not linked to the memories themselves. It is only linked to what you have decided to believe about the memory and nothing else. Begin then by forgiving yourself your past. Look upon the objects just as we did with the initial meditation or exercise. Look upon the objects that are the memories of your past and say within the mind, I forgive you. You are perfectly neutral. I choose now to remember you, to remember, to embrace again that I might bless you. With that blessing, release the terror the hurt, the judgment, the fear, and the incredible dramas you seem to have dreamt. By releasing that burden of illusion, that memory becomes a crystal, has a gem given unto you as part of an infinite journey that seems to be yours, but truly belongs to everyone, transformed and purified because you brought Christ to illusion, that creation might be transformed. A simple exercise to forgive and bless the past. I want to offer unto you a simple exercise. It will take you 30 days if you apply yourself daily. This need not take more than perhaps 10 or 15 minutes. Merely come to your chair, 
your place of devotion, your place of meditation or prayer, and begin with the exercise of abiding as Christ for five minutes. When that is completed, then simply continue by recognising that you do not know what a single thing is or what it is for, that you do not know what a single brother or sister now in your life or who has crossed your path has ever truly needed. Admit your ignorance, then simply and deliberately say within the mind, I choose to forgive the creation that will now be brought into my awareness. Holy Spirit, what is in need of my blessing? As you sit observing what comes into the field of the mind, the field of awareness, it may in fact be a sudden tightness in a muscle. Do not overlook it, for even that is arising within the field of mind. Be with whatever, create, whatever that creation seems to be, a picture, a memory, a feeling, a thought, a sensation in the body. Be with it. Single it out and stay with it. Look upon it and once again, practice forgiveness in this simple way. Object of creation, I forgive you the judgment I have placed upon you and thereby it is released. Now do I embrace you. Literally feel yourself forgiving, releasing and embracing. Those that wish to visualize might see themselves taking a hand and wrapping it around that thought, that object, that memory or that sensation in the muscle lovingly, gently, as though you were holding the most delicate of flowers, the most beautiful flower ever created, a gift directly from God. Look upon that object and simply say, I am Christ. And in this moment, I use time to its greatest glory. Beloved object, I bless you. I embrace you. I heal you. Then, if it is a picture in the mind or a thought, simply allow it to be dissolved. Notice that as the image dissolves, you will detect that there is a field of spacious peace that you may not have noticed was there. The object of creation has simply become transparent to the reality of who you truly are. For peace is the nature of Christ. Do this as long as it is comfortable and the mind does not seem to waver or get too rattled. If it seems to be uncomfortable, simply notice that discomfort. Acknowledge and thank yourself for the willingness to heal creation. Let the exercise go and be about your day. Come back to this exercise as often as you wish, but at least once a day for each of the next 30 days. Many of you will begin to see a certain pattern emerging. That is, many of the objects that come for healing may seem to be almost chronologically linked to your experience in life. Others of you may notice that you are tapping into a multitude of other lifetimes. And some of you will experience and realize that over this 30 days, Nothing seemed to show up with which you could link a personal causation, but rather it seems to be presented to you by something else and it is coming from unknown dimensions of the universe. Never judge what you see, what you feel or the thought that arises. There are many dimensions of creation, many forms of life and many ways in which experience is created. Do not judge what you see, what you think or what you feel but hold it as an object that has been brought to you by the Holy Spirit, 
who is asking you as Christ to bring the healing of blessing to it. Many of you will have very profound insights and realizations over the next 30 days. Some of you will have memories come up that you have never been able to access before. Why? Simply because there has been a barrier of fear. That is all. Fear is what creates and sustains the illusion of separation. So that when anyone says, I can't remember back past the age of five, that is utter nonsense. Every event you have ever known is present for you now in its fullness. You have merely used selectively as a result of judgment and fear to press down into your mind certain events. As you approach it in the way that we have offered to you, you will discover that the fear of creation seems to become more and more absent. Therefore, the barrier between you and creation becomes more transparent. Some of you will even have very clear experiences of transcending all sense of personal consciousness and suddenly realizing that the vastness of your being is greater than your entire cosmos. Some of you will experience improved relationships with a co-worker or with an old friend or a sudden phone call or a letter from someone you have not been in touch with. Why? Because somewhere in the process, something bubbled up and was given to you for healing that literally sent the message to that one that you are with them and that they can heal and release their own patterns. Remember that all minds are joined so that as you are engaged in healing, you are providing a spark of light that holds the potential to uplift every mind in your dimension and in all dimensions. We embrace your choice for healing. We abide in a dimension of consciousness in which there are no barriers. Everything is perfectly transparent. We are very aware then, simply by selecting to turn our attention to whomever we wish, exactly what you're currently involved in healing. Rest assured, each time you choose a loving thought, each time you choose to join with us to be the arisen Christ, you spark joy within us, for we are embracing with you in delight your choice for healing. Separation cannot exist. Your healing brings us joy. So now the cat must come out of the bag. We truly come to you and help you heal for very selfish reasons. We know that as you heal, our joy is uplifted and extended. We know that as you heal, you come closer and closer and closer to remembering that you already are all that we are. While we play in a dimension that seems to not include physicality and you seem to play in a dimension that does, not in, does include physicality, as you become transparent to creation, the sense of separation dissolves. More and more and more and more we dance together in this eternal joy of the atonement, bringing creation back to the love of God, thereby transforming it, thereby illuminating it, thereby creating within creation itself the means by which the good, the holy and the beautiful are extended forever. Suffering need not be. The suffering with which you may yet be identified need not be. It is only by choice that suffering is held in the mind. 
And it is only by choice that it can be healed and released. Beloved friends, friends indeed, for we take with great sincerity the use of that word. We are indeed with you always. Please notice then that in this lesson we have chosen to transmit the thought we rather than I. For although the one that you have identified as Jeshua is very much part of this communication, please understand that no one heals alone. The extension of the good, the holy and the beautiful is never done alone. Creation is a collaboration. This is why relationship is the means of your salvation. All healing involves the whole of creation. We come to you because we love you. You may wish to look upon us and use the term lineage, for within the resonance of beings, within the dramas of creation, and within the dreams of separation, and in the infinite number of worlds that have arisen and continue to arise, a resonance has been created through an infinite number of souls that seem to be separate and individual. We are merely those who seem to have gone ahead of you a little bit in time and seem to have awakened more thoroughly than you give yourself credit for in this moment. In truth, the awakening has already occurred. It is already done. You are merely remembering the process of awakening. We come then to you <clears throat> as you would wish to perceive us. Some of you see us far above you. Some see us right next to you. Some believe you could never be equal to us or never so grand, never so great. Some look at us and smile and say, would you move over and let me get on with this? All perception still falls within the realm of illusion. Truth comes by revelation. I and my father are one is only the utterance of inadequate words pointing to or reflecting a certain revelation of truth. We love you because you are who we are. In the end, there is only Christ, loving Christ back into wholeness, a wholeness that was never truly lost in the first place. And in that moment when creation is returned, you have a good laugh and say, I'll be darned, I never really went anywhere at all. And my brothers and sisters are with me here and they are who I am. Remember then that each loving thought restores you to your rightful place. Every fearful thought merely delays the moment of your release and the restoration of your perfect peace. Remember that only love can heal. No technique has ever brought healing, though it can provide a temporary field in which the mind can choose to love. Remember how perfectly simple it is. It is not possible for you to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Imagine an employer who decided to pay you one million of your golden coins per hour. Your only task is to place a flower where the employer wants it. The way the employer works, because he likes to have fun, is to provide you with an envelope each day that you show up for work. You open the envelope and in it is a, in a, is a set of instructions which says, outside you'll find a taxi cab. Take the taxi cab to the inner city and there take the job of a street sweeper. 
On Tuesday morning, I'm going to send you to an 84-year-old man who hates himself and feels himself to be useless. Give this man a beer and sit down upon your curb and talk about how you used to hate yourself. It's all right if you never did. Just do this for me. As you talk, I will fill your mind with exactly the right words. You will know just that time to turn and look into that man's eyes and simply say, brother, you are loved and healing will occur. Meanwhile, your co-worker may just happen to get sent to a penthouse in Paris to eat the grandest of meals and to be blessed with millions of golden coins surrounded by a harem of beautiful women or men and the finest of wines. And yet it will all be a smokescreen so that when the room service person brings the next bottle of wine, I will whisper into their ear, bless that room service person. Now, in the realm of form, it looks as though there's a big difference between one blessed with infinite wealth hanging out in a penthouse in Paris and one sitting on a lonely, cold curb in some deep, dark inner city with an old man who hates himself. But I say unto you, there is no difference. There is no difference because creation holds only one purpose, one goal, one value. Healing. The healing that allows God's holy child, Christ, to arise from a useless dream and to be restored to her rightful place at the right hand of God. That is not a spatial term. It simply means to think rightly, to be restored to sanity so that creation can flow forth ever more perfectly, ever more joyously adding to the kingdom by extending the increasingly good, the increasingly holy and the increasingly beautiful. Never then judge yourself by comparison to another. Comparison and contrast are what the egoic mind does so that judgment can result. Judgment of self, judgment of another, so that the dream of separation can continue. Since it is in the dream, it needs the dream to continue to maintain survival. Simply give it up. Each of you is as wealthy as the next one of you, for you have the perfect love of God. You are as your creator has created you to be, unchanged, unchanging and unchangeable forever. No event has ever had an effect upon you. There is only love and you are that. Therefore, simply be who you are. You are the light that lights the world and restores it to the loveliness of heaven. The question that will determine Bella, the question that will determine your tomorrows. We close this lesson with a question for you to answer for yourself, not to discuss not to analyse, not to ruminate over, but merely to sit in what appears to be your private realm and ponder an answer. For unless it is answered, there can be no movement. How it is answered will determine your tomorrows. And you are going to have an infinite number of them, by the way. The question is simply this. Do you recognise that you have already been everywhere and every when in the illusion of separation? Would you be willing right now, 
in the quiet privacy of your own heart and mind to use the power of awareness given unto you to decide to be love. Some of you will have just felt a feeling of fear come up. Some of you will feel a sudden thought rushing through your awareness. Oh, this is a bunch of nonsense. If you give the fear the power of reality, you will have effectively delayed the answering of the question. If you listen to the thought that calls it nonsense, you will have done the same thing. But the only thing you will have done is this, and please listen carefully. You will only have delayed a moment that will not be forsaken. You will have only delayed the inevitable, for your journey home has already long since begun. And once that journey begins, rest assured, the end is certain. Push against it as you will, like a gnat shouting at the universe, My will be done, not God's. Love merely waits on your welcome. Choose then, beloved friends, to embrace the only answers those questions can have. For those answers are truth based on what is real. With your embracing of what is real, the moment of your liberation is at hand and Christ descends gently to begin to make its home where once the illusion of a separate self once seemed to reign. The end is always a thought away. Liberation, a simple choice. The way is easy and without effort. It rests in the power to decide. We love you and we are with you always. We will never, ever, ever contract from any experience or thought you choose. For it is our delight to extend the good, the holy and the beautiful. Can this be but love being extended to God's creation? You, the holy child of God, beautiful are you, radiant are you, innocent are you, powerful are you, eternal are you, free are you, loved are you. We cherish you now and forever. Practice well and enjoy the next 30 days. Be you therefore at peace. Beloved friends, amen.